Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, it's John Hammond. You're listening to the fellas of Missing Curfew. You can find me in St. Louis, where the gun play, rained all day. Some got jobs and some sell, yay. Others just smoking all day. Big fella, I know Memorial Day's coming up. Uh, it was a crazy cut game. My, cut my weekend close here, by this is a crazy uh, game last night. I had to bring in, uh, had to bring in the closer, Johnny Ham. I'm in the, I'm in the fucking, uh, what is it called? The, I'm in the enemy territory here. I got two behind Blues fans against yeah, me. I'm concerned, boys. I'm concerned. Darcy Kempfer, I'm concerned. So uh, we got a little, a little special edition, 20 minute chat. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. John Hamm's sitting in uh, Seth uh, Seth Meyers' uh, studio today. He's doing a show for his new movie, Top Gun 2, which we're all excited to see. But we thank him for coming on. We hope you guys uh, like this. The audio is a little shady, shady, but we appreciate it. It's the hammer. It's the hammer time. All right, welcome back to a fresh new drop of Missing Curfew on a Friday morning, just ready for the weekend. Memorial a special Day weekend. episode, a special episode. A special episode for what, what I'm going to consider a special comeback from my St. Louis Blues last night. Yeah, I mean, you had them written off two days ago, but you're back all in now. <laughs> He's and, back uh, all in. And it's uh, proud, to, uh, proud to have one of uh, the St. Louis Blues' biggest fans and NHL's biggest supporters, uh, John the Hammer Ham. Thanks for joining the boys on Missing Curfew. How are you, fella? No, and I'm glad it happened. Happy here. You're, yeah, you're a busy man right now, and uh, we'll get into why. But uh, let's just let's dive into it. We got Shane O'Brien here, Avalanche alumni. He's been uh, he's been pulling for the Avs this series. I'm the Blues boy. I'm concerned. Uh, it was a big match. You brought you sent me a text last night saying, uh, you know, are these Colorado Avalanche fans a little puckered up right now? I think. <laughs> so, what did you think about the match? Nice to see our boys come back. What did you think about the match, Johnny? I thought. It- it was fantastic. You know, I thought it was, uh, you know, they, they, they heard the bell. It was a little late, but they finally heard the bell. And uh, and they played the game that, that they know how to play. When they play that game, they're a tough team to match because they're relentless. And that's exactly what happened. They they kept putting line after line that were in the puck. They were getting toward the net. There were people in front of them. And that, they found a couple good bounces and greasy. And like I said, uh, as soon as 
that the lead gets down one goal and then uh, you you're thinking about oh, these guys ever going to go away you know mckinnon goes full hero and that was crazy uh, but they, they had the option to come back and actually uh, uh tie it up after what you would think total back break yeah john obi buddy thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule like up you said I, i'm i'm an abs alumni i've had my money on the abs all year I love the Blues, what they did in 19. I love Ryan O'Reilly, but I just thought, you know, the Avs. But listen, man, I'm concerned with the fact the way Darcy Kemper played and that, like you said, the resiliency. Like, they're down 3 nothing. McKinnon finally has a great game. Here comes Thomas. Um, here comes Scandella back in the lineup. Falk plays a great game. It's just like these guys never say die. That, yeah, and you got you hit the nail on the, you know, there's a guy like and, and Falk who were producers all year. Uh, showing up much in the plus and then all of a sudden when the team needs them here they are and uh and they're not away uh, you know ryan and and dp have been carrying the load for the first couple games of this series and uh and uh, i think it's time for and, and uh, you saw falks up you saw thomas up Kyle got the little greasy goal uh and then both of all people wins it in, in ot so you're starting to see them up and down those that i think Alums are, are are genuinely and and for a reason uh, uh, concerned about. Yeah, hockey is a funny game. You could have looked at that game last night in the middle of the second period and just went, "Man, guys, like you know, let's show up here." You still, I, I think, you still got to play. I think Bozy heard me chirp their fourth line uh, hammer. I think I, I chirped their fourth line earlier in the series, and then obviously Tyler Bozak, fourth line center, scores the winner. I was like, "Yeah, fuck." It's like. It's just the way hockey works, though. A, a full, complete group of guys who are sitting there going, fuck, is our summer starting already? You know, turns into Vladdy scoring one to get them just a little bit of hope before the third period started. And then it's like, okay, shit, Thomas is actually, you know, he has the puck on his stick. He's not losing it. Then they play like, fuck, they had the puck on their stick for 10 minutes in the Ozone. And you're like, all right, this is the St. Louis Blues, I know. Where have they been? Where have they been? And now, can yeah. can Colorado handle this push? And then how do they act if they can't, right? And what we did see, and Ovi just touched on it, is Kempfer, and that's the question mark. They they got a as deep of a team as any as any team in the last ten years in the playoffs. Yeah, they are good. I'm concerned about Kempfer Hammer, and I, I want to talk to you about the Bitter Huso thing because I, I get it. I love Jordan Bennington, but like. He was the backup the second half of the season. All of a sudden, he goes down, and all these Blues fans are, are upset about it. Like, you got to have faith in Huso, do you not? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, at least Billy's the game to, to compete at this level. Obviously, he showed that a regular season. We, and you, you and I and everybody that pays attention to hockey knows that the playoffs are a completely different era. But it all depends on how the guy's in front of you. And I think it, that's exactly what started to happen. Uh, I think that's going to face uh, carrying on. And if, if we can win games, game seven is a coin toss. Well, obviously, they, the, the team over there is, as you say, uh, has been seasoned. We, they are. Uh, we'll get to match up. We'll get the, the last change on, on our eyes. If we can, we can play our game and get, get back to game seven. We got a chance. And, and I know this team, I've watched it the whole season. And I think that they can play with anybody. And I know they believe with anybody. And I know they're a proud group of guys, and I think it extends. I, I, I think Billy came to stand on his head and no one. And if he can do that, watch out. We saw it happen in 19. 
Yeah, I saw it happen in 19. Bitter yeah, take how it he over. Did. And, but now you look at both goalies and you ask, okay, which one's going to have the most momentum going into game six? And game six, it, it's basically now like do or die, but for both teams almost, right? St. Louis wins. They carry all this momentum into game seven. And if St. Louis wins game six, that means Kemper – Probably didn't play. It's a great only game. do or die for St. Louis, buddy. It's only do or die for St. We can, Louis. We can afford to lose one more. <laughs> we got a bottle of Camus on this, Johnny. That's exactly what we got on this. On, hey, on this hey, Hammer. You know what else concerns me? You know what else concerns me is that McKinnon last night absolutely bitch slapped my boy Ryan O'Reilly around, and I know that's not going to happen again in Game Six. So I know Factor is going to be a machine in Game Six. So that scares me from from an Avs fan right now. I, I think Ryan O'Reilly is going to be the Blues' best player in Game Six. Besides Huso, maybe. Put it, he he knows he he knows how to uh, how to bring his game. He's shown it. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't want to play a guy when he's angry that much. He feels a chip for two. He, yeah. uh, he you know he, he's a leader. Uh, there's a reason he's got the C on his on his on his chest there. And I, uh, you know, I think uh, what you I don't think these want to go to Game Seven. And I think all the Blues want to do. Is go to game seven. Yeah. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. Well, the scariest thing, too, is the Blues are playing with house money right now. And they're like, they were literally, if you if you ask them deep down in between the second and third, maybe besides Ryan O'Reilly, you ask anyone else, they're like, we're done. And now they're back in it. And I'm sure that plane ride back to St. Louis, the red wine was flowing and they were feeling good. That's what scares me, too, is like the Blues are now playing with house money. Yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of hey, Ryan O'Reilly. tell you, too, you know, other than other, you know, they're getting healthy. You know, they 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 took a couple of blows in that Minnesota series. I think they played one game where Pareko and Falk played over the of ice time. I mean, yeah. they were defeated, and that's that's strength all year has depth and, and rolling lines. The their back end had had some difficulties, and now everybody's getting healthier, and all things are are cleaning up. The Avs went through that first round like uh, nothing. Maybe they're feeling a little, a uh, little bit of a uh, bear and tear, and and we're we're just getting back. So I think there's something to be said for you. And I, I, I think you that was a very, very happy flight going back home to St. Louis. Uh, and I hope uh, I hope everybody sleeps it off and gets ready and is uh, <laughs> excited to go on. Uh, <laughs> hey, and, and you just said it best. Like, it off, that's great. How big of a of a pickup is Letty at the deadline for Doug Armstrong? Adding depth to that because not knowing that Tory Krug's going to fall out their best team. Man. I mean, yeah, missing Krug apples last night. Missing Krug is. He gave four apples and he gave McKenna a speeding ticket on the way by on the fourth <laughs> one. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Johnny, Johnny, you text me that too. You're like, "Holy shit, come back!" And then you're like, "Oh, here's this McKinnon nonsense again." And oh, like, they they just wasted a game for McKinnon, but resilient. I mean, Justin Falk last night hammer to me was, you know, what a game by him, right? Like he played so good, kept that puck in, you know, went down and scored the tire. I mean, he was unbelievable last night for the Blues. There. There was a great play when, when we had the empty net where Falk doesn't show us to tip the – I think it was Rant Stick or somebody, maybe it was Landeskog Stick, who had who basically had the empty net, and that would have been the, the dagger. But he, he never says die, man. That guy is a is a winner. And uh, and you're right. I'm happy. Everybody knew McKinnon was going to get his. Yeah. There's no way you could put a lid on that guy for seven games. There's just no – but he got his uh, in an L. I'm sure, sure happy he got his uh, yeah. using effort for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's Heartbreak Hotel. You can even see in his post-game press conference oh, that he, he was like, take losing. He's a fuck. competitor. He doesn't take losing. Well, you just scored a hat trick, and, and you're like, we should be out of this. I should see, be going downtown I Denver know. to get drunk right now, but I'm going to the plane. And that's what's scary about the whole situation. I, I I, I'm well aware. Yeah, I know. Hey, so speaking of the speaking of the factor, he's, Obi had him in Colorado when he was a kid. Yeah. Um, I've got to know him you know, along the years. I just left before he came to St. Louis. If they made a movie, John Hamm, about the 2019 Cup run, who would play Ryan O'Reilly, that leader, that beauty, the guy playing guitar on the plane, and the Con Smythe winner? Uh, you know, <laughs> no, I would him, but I would play him. Uh, I would have to be about younger. That's that's the only thing. Yeah, I can. I can beard. I'd, I'd get the uh, two blacked out. I'm to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you better like to drink a nice glass of whiskey because he's a good Irishman. Hey, Hammer. Spe- speaking of dr- speaking of drink, <laughs> sure is. <laughs> speaking of drinking, all I hear about is this place, Ob Clark's in St. Louis. Have you have you been in there? I have a couple cold ones. Talk to me about this place. Well, I mean, yes, big I... big Walt Kachuk wouldn't throw his hat on the ice after his kid got a hat trick, so it must be a good bar. <laughs> <laughs> Good I can't believe we wouldn't have any extra hats. Uh, uh, J- uh, guy is a guy named Jimmy. He's a great guy. It's a great place. Centrally located, uh, uh, friendly, and it was a it was an exciting place to be in 2009. Hope it's going to be an exciting place to be on come Friday night. Johnny, you want to talk a little bit about uh, what, what's exciting in your life right now? A big movie premiere. I know there's a lot of people excited for Top Gun 2. First, uh, you know, the sequel from 35 years ago. One of my favorite movies. And in fact, just a quick story. Uh, a friend of ours, Cody Libel, our best friend. It's his all-time favorite movie. This guy loves movies more than anything. Lives in <laughs> L.A., lives up in, uh, in, in Beverly Park. He flew to Toronto uh, on the, the day bed, Air Canada today, to, to watch a matinee with his old man, and he's flying back after the movie. He just he, he hadn't seen the movie, well, obviously 35 years ago, he watched it with his dad for the first time, and he's back at it. Um, so it, can you just share a little excitement on this uh, on this weekend, the premiere for everyone, and just what, what we can all expect? That sums it up right there. People are very excited to see. It's been it's 35 years, but it's been a shelf COVID finished this movie in 2019 it was yeah, often yeah. why i had to shave my up beard but her boston ruins fan base and i cursed because uh, i had to go back and do roots on it but uh we uh we very much uh understand that people are, are really look at this film a lot of history with it guys my age were 15 16 years old when it came out and a lot of them saw it with their dads and whatnot but that's a perfect example uh a, that's a that's a that's a level of commitment. I'm uh, I hope a lot more people have as well. Hammer, I'm, I'm a huge fan of everything you did, but one of my favorite things is your Apple commercial when you're like, well, what about John Ham? Um, is is that was was that your house? Was that your house you shot the commercial in? Is that is that true? Because that pad was national league. No, it was not oh my no. House. Oh okay. I, I always <laughs> I was, was always was, wondering. It was a major league joint, but it was not mine. <laughs> I just pictured you having after parties up there. I'm like, wow, this guy's having a nice time up there, guaranteed. But um I got I gotta ask you, seeing how you know our biggest sponsors, DraftKings, you're a diehard blues guy. I got the abs. I want to do a little friendly wager for you, game six. I don't know. We we like team dinners. Could we maybe Team dinner in LA one night, loser pays, or what do you think about that in game six? I got the abs. Consider, consider it done. Consider right. it done. 
right. All right, buddy. Awesome, Johnny. Well, listen, we don't want to take too much of your time. We know you're on set there at Seth Meyers uh, in New York, but we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. Give you a little. Oh, you're in the green room. There you go. Please do. Oh, hey. <laughs> all right, yeah, they're getting ready to call me on, so I got to All right, boys. thank I'm you, buddy. Figured this out. All really right, appreciate with you as ever. Enjoy you the playoffs, you buddy. Betcha. Thank you, Johnny. Toasting ya, Thanksgiving round these bars, yo, we roasting ya, and when the heat come down, we ghosting ya. Got business notes with us, this type of folks with us. My daddy told me this, and I'm supposed to bust. Don't be provoking us, it ain't no joking us. Just the north, south, east, west coast enough. Yeah.